Brian Malvin Casey Tolle. One of my favorite, favorite statements uh, goes, it's better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. Tonight I am joined by an amazing young woman who has proven um, that she can defy all odds and she is now lighting candles so that others can also enjoy the light that she has seen in her life. I am joined by 27-year-old Petronella Munendra, who is a research consultant, a scholar, author, speaker, coordinator, and a coordinator at Young Schools Initiative. Petronella has got two master's degrees programs, two guys, and she's only 27. And she studied, wait for this, at Oxford. Petronella, welcome to ZFM Stereo and to the Wise One. Thank you so much, Brian, for having me. I am so excited. So am I. Hey, and um, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to reading uh, her latest book. She says she's already started to work on the next one after this. guys. And it is called uh, from her first book, which is called From Gokwe to Oxford. Hey, ah, I can't wait to hear about this story. Before we get to that, please tell us more about yourself. Um, Brian, that's a very hard question. Yeah. Okay, you're meeting somebody for the first time. <laughs> 60 seconds. What would you say? I would say that um, my name is Petronella Mnenja, for starters. And if I have to absolutely describe myself, I would say I am passionate. I am passionate about the things that I do. I am passionate about the people that I care about. I am passionate about everyone achieving their goals. I am also quite resilient and I can be stubborn if I have to be. So, if, mm, I if, like that. <laughs> passionate and stubborn. You put I think me on the spot. I think that's a good combination. I like it. <laughs> you put me on the spot. And oh, yeah, go on. Um, and I'm a learner, Brian. That's one thing about me. I mm-hmm. want to learn about everything. I want to learn about religion, about politics, about everything. And I draw inspiration from literally everything. I always carry a notebook with me and I'm writing down statements and things that I find striking. So I'm a learner who is passionate, resilient, and stubborn at times. You know, that's interesting because many would think that you are the teacher. You know, you are the person who has made it. You've been to Oxford and you're back here. You've put so much that you can share with us but then you are t- telling us that you're Elena and it's, it, it goes on to show that learning is, is, is a continuous process it never stops so let's go to your book from Gokwe to Oxford the girl who dared to dream what is it about and what inspired you to write it let's take one question at a time what is the book about the book is an autobiography the book tells the story about my life mm-hmm. I was born in Gokwe and I I was born at Gokwe Hospital, Gokwe South, Gokwe Center. But then I grew up in Gokwe North. Nembudzia, Nyamuroro, Musadzi, Gumu, Nyutsungai. I have all stayed in all I've stayed in all those places. So the book tells my life story about how I went to more than seven different primary schools, how I learned at some of the schools that didn't have the adequate infrastructure, and how despite all those challenges, how I got to be at an institution as elite as Oxford. So that is what the book about. And 
when I'm talking about this, it also helps me to answer your second question. Mm-hmm. What inspired me to write the book? Mm-hmm. Brian, people with my background don't get into Oxford. And when I got to Oxford, people reminded me of that. I don't think that they actually meant it to disparage me. They thought it was a compliment. So I would constantly be asked, how did you get it? How did you get mm. into Oxford? How does someone come from Africa and get into Oxford? It's sort of like my... And this is not Africa where you're coming from, you know, from town or <laughs> what, hey? Did you have pictures to show about when you got there? That this is where I'm, this I'm coming from. This is where I'm coming from. Mm. And it was, you know, it was in those constant interactions that I realized that, okay, my being in Oxford means something. Right. And if I get here and then I keep quiet about my story, what about girls who are like me, who are walking to six kilometers to school? And one thing that is also, Brian, that is also interesting, Brian, is there are some people that I learned with who would adopt a persona. They would become this person. They would um, pretend to be who they are not. They would say that their parents are politicians. They would show people pictures of hotels saying that this is where I lived mm-hmm. because they wanted to fit in. So I had a choice to make. I could either buy into that bougie persona mm-hmm. or I could be honest and truthful about the story of the girl on the cover. And what I decided to do is tell the story of that girl. She is my inspiration. There are so many girls like her who drop out of school before they even get to grade 7, who get married before they turn 18, who go through all sorts of things. And if someone like her grew up in Goku, beat the odds and got to Oxford, that's a story I want to tell someone and inspire everyone that, you know what, mm. you can be anything you decide to be. Right, there's room at the top and you can <laughs> get there, right, if you just um, have that desire to, 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 to get there. So, where did, what, what was some, one of, one of the things that shocked you the most, you know, when you moved from, you're transitioning from Gokwe uh, to, to, to Oxford. I mean, these are like two separate worlds. What, what, how was the adjustment for you? I think one thing that um, I'm actually, I think I'll actually write a book about it. I think okay. one thing that struck me was I realized that I'm black. Mm. It's, you know, if you grow up in Zimbabwe, if you grow up in Africa, you, you hear about stories of racism, you hear about all these things, mm. but they're not necessarily experiential. You haven't lived through them. Right. You hear about them on the news. And there I was in Oxford and reality hit me. Hit, reality hit me. Girl, you were black. I actually had to be uh, working to that reality and I had to to contend with issues of race, of positionality, of of trying to fit in. I think for me that was the 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 hardest it's realizing that i'm actually black and it's something that have made me quite passionate about issues of race in an, in a way that i wouldn't have been say three years ago before mm. i went to oxford mm. and was there a point where you had to sort of redefine yourself and figure out who you are and all that after you were hit with that with that realization that you know what i'm actually different i'm now a minority you know coming from zimbabwe we, we are in the majority oh I'm quite, like I told you earlier on, I'm quite stubborn. So mm. I think I would, uh, strong old petty would remain. But one thing that it did is it forged an identity for me. Um, an identity that I necessarily wouldn't have invested much in. I, I became more aware of the struggles that we face being, being, not only being black, but being a woman and, and how that, how that, makes that how that positions you in the world so i would say that that experience made me a way of aware of that reality that i'm black and i'm a woman and i'm a woman who is at this elite institution and that means something so mm. i think it cemented an identity that i necessarily wouldn't have invested in 
earlier on in my life. Great. I like that. Now let's let's get to the book. Let's go back to the book <laughs> and break it book. down. Uh, some of the themes that you explore in your book. You know, let's look at some of them. One of the early chapters titled Born in Goku. You describe the place as a metaphor of everything that is negative. This is in your actual words. There are many stereotypes and negative connotations associated with where you where one comes from. How did that affect you as a person growing up and how did you shake it off and not let your geographical location define you and your future? Okay, that's a hard one. Mm. Um, growing up in, in environments where your potential is not really tapped into, what that does is it attacks your self-esteem. Mm. And I think the moment you attack someone's self-esteem, you cripple every other aspect of their life. Because if you feel inferior, um, one thing that I struggled with in my first year at university is mm. typing my assignments. I had never used the laptop before. Okay. And the schools that I had learned at, people studied computers while writing on, 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 on their notepads. So I had never really in Counter that so it's it's growing up in an environment that doesn't give you access to particular things it attacks your self-esteem and when your self-esteem is attacked it it attacks your confidence it attacks your ability to believe in yourself and the only way to beat that is being clear on who you want to be mm. and blocking everything else out i growing up i wanted to be a lawyer and my father would always call me advocate p i wanted to be okay. that so you would you would always call me advocate p and i wanted that so bad mm. so i wanted it enough to drown every other voice that was contrary to that so if you're going up if you're growing up in a place that doesn't give you access it attacks your self-esteem and once your self-esteem is attacked every other aspect of your life is is, is crippled. That's why you see people engaging in all sorts of, of, of weird relationships, doing all sorts of weird things, blessings and stuff like that because they're trying to fit in because our environments don't give us that. So I would say that it it almost did a number on my self-esteem. It mm. almost, one instant that, that stands out when I write about it in the book is I played chess and one time we went to... We learned, eh? <laughs> You could say so. And we went to Midlands Christian College to play chess. And Brian... That was an experience. It mm. was it was a, it was worlds apart right. from 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 what I had the school the, mm. the 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 labs and everything and and the kids there made you feel it made mm. you realize that you know what you're not part of this mm -hmm. and it's events like that that if we don't rise up above them they will forever scar us. So I think the greatest challenge in growing up in environments like that is it cripples your self esteem and the only way to counter that is being clear on who you want to. Be. finding that one thing that makes you fight every single day if you find that thing you can drown everything else out powerful statements coming from 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 <laughs> Petty here advocate p as as we have learned here so who was your greatest role model who did you say you know what i want to grow up and be like this person uh, when you were young <laughs> i think okay uh my role model is my mom. Uh, she is she is the strongest woman that I know, and she went to get her college diploma in education when after she had three kids. That took guts. Wow. That took boldness. Mm -hmm. And if there's one thing that she has consistently shown me is is that you can. No matter how old you are, no matter what stage of your life you're in, if you want something bad enough, you can still do it. So I think my mom was and remains my greatest 
role model. If I can be half the woman that she is, I would be honored. Shout out to your mom. Hey, it's your dad as well. He's only yes, supposed to be an advocate. Yes. Oh my God. They are, they are both amazing mm-hmm. and they both complement each other in such in such an amazing way. They are two different people mm-hmm. um, who who both build, build us up in different ways. I absolutely love and adore them. Dad, you are my role model too. Alright. Um, so, let me just ask you this straight up. How did you make it? Like, what what, are, what was the process like for you to end up at Oxford? I mean, people apply to different universities um, out there, but Oxford. Ah, oh, that's quite a stretch. How did you end up at Oxford? Do you you know what? Usually, when people ask me that question, I say it's grace. And mm-hmm. one time, my sister was like, "No, ah, but these people are. give those answers. They don't want to tell you the truth." Um, yeah, <laughs> with grace, I won't. <laughs> right. Um, I I applied, um, and it's it's i know that statement sounds simple but i think that in itself is a bold move i think you have to have a particular level of confidence to believe in yourself enough to think that you were worthy of a platform like oxford Mm -hmm. so i i've always been a nerd sort of and i got good grades for my first degree and i got good grades for my masters and then we had a workshop at the university of zimbabwe and we had a team coming from oxford and they were telling us about the application process how do you do it mm-hmm. the application numbers of the process and I remember me and some of the the colleagues that I learned with we mm-hmm. wanted to apply and and and, and 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 some people never came through. I don't know why, but I just. I, 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 <laughs> Brian, one thing that I've learned and realized uh. in the in the in the in the few years that I've been alive is. The world cannot keep a determined man down. Mm-hmm. If you know where you want to go, if you know who you want to become, right. the world will stand aside and let you pass. Right. The moment you say, I am going to do this, if you decide today that I'm going to go to Cambridge, somehow you will fight hard enough and you will find a way of getting there. So I think I've always been resilient. Going back to the first question, mm-hmm. I'm quite resilient. Right. I am. I see things that I want. I see goals that I want to achieve, and I go after them every single day. And that's the way to go. Hey, if you have something that you want to do in life, just go for it and and keep pushing. <laughs> hey, keep keep knocking. You know, you will make it. Let's go to our WhatsApp platform and read some of the messages that have come through. There is one here that says, "Haha!" Shout out to. My chief, we're doing her diploma in education at 55. I'm a fire emoji. Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And another one here says, Hello there, Brian. I hope you're doing well. I'm really glad to hear our guest in the studio. I really love her confidence and I'm proud of her. Where can I get a copy of the book? That's Raj Tate, um, straight out of Bulawayo. He wants to know where you can get the book. Oh, hi. Thank you so much. Uh, in Blawayo, if you want to get a copy, you can go to Innov8 Bookshops. It's available in most of their branches in Arare and it's available in their branch in Blawayo. So you can get a copy there. And if you're not in Zim, you can get a copy from Amazon. Okay, another message coming through. Wow, Munya is, is an inspiration. She's, she's a proper role model. One of the people who make me research extra before engaging her in conversation. That's Tinashe from Edinburgh. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us. You can keep the messages rolling by sending them on our WhatsApp platform 0731 
so you also have a foundation uh Peter. we can't we can't leave the studio without talking about that <laughs> the petronella munendra foundation what do you hope to achieve with this what is it about just give us a, a, a background of, of of this okay so brian it's now actually called the munyara the education foundation ah, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you know i always wondered why my parents gave me a boy name uh but now i think we now know why um it's now called the munyara <laughs> It's now called the Munyaradzi Education Foundation. Uh-huh. And one thing that I want to do is I want to hold as many hands as I can. Wow. Do you know, it's growing up, if you met people who went to those elite institutions, they would always use it as a way to flex mm. or as a way to communicate how they are smarter and stuff like that. So I feel like there's always this bottleneck between the people that make it and the people that they leave behind. Right. So I want to be that person who says you know what i went out there i did this and now i am back right. for you so the Munyaradzi, yes the Munyaradzi education foundation wants to empower every rural child in africa that's quite a broad attempt so that's why we want to start with Gokwe. and it's going to be the basics i can promise to pay school fees for everyone i'm not at that stage yet right. and we are still dealing with the issues of funding but the starting point is you're going to hold career guidance sessions growing up no one gave me options on who I could become. Mm. No one no one taught me, no one mentored me on, you know what, you were doing this, you can be this. I had to charter my own path, which mm. is amazing and which is what I'm grateful for. But I think that if we go back and then hold as many people as we can so with the Munyarad's Education Foundation we plan to hold um, career guidance sessions uh, self-esteem building net workshops uh, projects sewing projects sporting activities so many things there's a whole document by like a shape with you mm-hmm. so it's the the main goal is to hold as many hands as we can if 20 years ago there was a Munya from Oxford who came and told me I could do it maybe my gen would have been easier maybe right. to and have been right. but i am here now for every girl in rural zimbabwe saying you know what i did it and you can do it which which too. leads me to to my to my to my next question you know i'm sure if if you were on social media today there's a lot of talk around you know people walking around depressed there's a lot of suicide going on and all that there's probably a munya out there who mm-hmm. is feeling a bit tired you know, they feel like, ah, you know, I can't, I can't make it. I cannot get out of the situation that I might find myself mm-hmm. it. It might, it might be a geographical place where they are. Or it might be something that they're going through. What gave you hope? What gave you the hope that you had that has taken you this far? And what, what, what can somebody else who's in a situation that is a bit depressing, which is down, which is all that do so that they also get to the place where you are now? That's, Brian, that's a huge task. Um, I think the hardest thing to do is inspire and motivate someone because Mm. the world is just so discouraging and we're living in a world that is so uncertain and sometimes if you tell someone that you can do it 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 sounds as if it's a joke and it's hard to believe so what I can tell to what I can say to anyone who is going through a trying phase is Brian, the only person who is going to make you believe in yourself is you. Mm. And I, I want everyone listening to me to know that 
it's it's up to you it's up to you to decide who you want to become it's up to you have to contend with 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 expectant parents you have to contend with a judgmental society you have to contend with with malicious friends you have contend with a lot of things and if you take all that to heart it can break you mm. so that's what I, I i kept on saying you need to have something that you want more you need to be clear on something that you want to become you need to be clear you need to have something that gives you hope every day do you know brian there are days where i struggle to get out of bed because right. i am so discouraged but if i think of every person that i'm trying to reach with the Munyarad's education foundation i get up and i go to work so if you have something that 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 drives you and it's not easy i i completely understand it's not easy to just say wake up and say i want to be this it's not easy it's something that you have to work up start small start with affirmations mm. you can do it you are worthy you can do it you're worthy you can do it you're worthy and just start believing in that start finding one person to emulate and find something to live for I think one of the greatest things that we struggle in our generation is the struggle of meaning and purpose. Right. Who am I? Who am I going to be? What am I doing on this earth? And those questions can plunge you into dark places. So it it's you have to be the person that encourages you first. If you come to me, then the Torimu bed mood, and then I don't talk to you the way you want, and then I even depress you further. So if you are going to pick yourself up it has to start with you believe in yourself first believe in yourself first when they doubt you when they don't doubt you people will doubt you people will ridicule you brain it's rubbish and i kept going and i kept refining it so it's 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 people are going to always discourage you things are always going to go wrong but if you believe yourself in, in yourself enough, you pull yourself through those days even when you don't want to get out of bed. Amunia, thank you for that. Thank you so much. I think, yeah, we're getting messages on our WhatsApp that I'll read later. But you know what? Ah, this is this is touching it. I'm hoping we have a second. Uh, I, I part two to this conversation. Ah, it's deep. Anyway, let, let's go to our WhatsApp platform. There's a message here that says, um, whoa, I was almost giving up in life. I know Gokwe. I've worked there. This young lady is mm-hmm. inspirational. This is Bridget uh, okay. from Lawai. She knows she, she says she knows what we're talking about. Uh, she, she, she is on with it. Uh, thank you so much and please don't give up now. The world needs you. I need you. Everyone needs you and you have to start believing in yourself first and it's going to be okay it may not be okay today tomorrow or the next day but eventually it's going to be okay all right another one here says i'm happy kunzwa good news from gokwe tans wapa social media hello brian i hit at the same school with patty um that that right there in the studio is a genius oh. she used to beat guys in chess 
believe me, it's hard to make it when where she came from, especially as a girl. There you oh, are. You've shown you. that you can still make it. Thank so, you so um, much. Before, before, before I ask you to share your contacts, that those who want to get a book and get, can get in touch with you, I'll ask you first, what are your parting shots? What do you want to say to young people who are in Mbari, who are ch- facing challenges with, with drugs and substance abuse? People who are just in difficult situations, what are your final, final words for them? My final words to them, um, it's going to get better. I I can't sorry I can't sit here and 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 pretend as if I have a magic Alexia to just make it okay mm. but what I can tell you is that it's going to be okay take it one day at a time give yourself time to grow up give yourself space to make mistakes just and when people discourage you don't take it to heart it's where you are does not define you if you saw me 15 years ago you wouldn't think that I would be sitting here mm. having this conversation with Brian so it's it's going to be okay it's going to be okay keep fighting keep believing keep dreaming keep going after your dreams every single day where you are does not matter it does not define you your background is not an excuse it's not a factor you can rise you can transcend believe in yourself to believe me and i'm not saying this as as a bougie coach or whatever i'm saying this as a person who was you as a person who has been you as a person who understands what it means to struggle as a person who understands what it means to not fit in as a person who understands what it means to not know what to do what it means to not know how to believe i'm speaking to you as a person who has been going through everything that you're going through so when i tell you that it's going to be okay please believe me believe those are the words that i'm getting from you <laughs> believe in yourself yeah, if you can't believe in anyone so just believe in yourself in that, yourself you know what i can make it i'll conclude the message from machingura who says uh the munyara the education foundation must come here to Muzarabani. I'm Machingura from from yeah. It says I'm Machingura from Zarabani. So I'm hoping that we can take the foundation there. But how do people get in touch with you, Petty, as we round up? If they want a copy of the book or if they want to partner with you um, in this foundation? Okay, Brian. Uh, so if you want a copy of the book, if you're not in Zimbabwe, you can order a copy from Amazon, and it will be delivered to you in three days maximum. If you're in Zimbabwe, you can get a copy from any of eight bookshops. They have branches in Harare and they have branches in Blawayo. You can also get a copy from book fantastics um bookshop or i'm still around i think for the next week or so i'm still in the country so you can get a copy from the author on at a discount uh a signed copy so if you want to get in touch with me my whatsapp number is plus four four seven five six eight triple nine five nine four okay one more time plus four four seven five six eight triple nine five nine four you know, I'm just going to say believe in yourself. I don't want to dilute the message that you've left. Thank you so much. I'm honored to have hosted you today. Patty, Nendra, a 27-year-old who's got two master's degrees, right. who's changing the world. You know, I, 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 I have no other words to say except just to say, unfortunately, we've come to the end of the oh. show tonight. I'm looking forward to a part two when you're back in the country. Um, I'm, I'm really, really um, looking forward to hosting you again. Join me again next week uh, as I bring another episode of The Wise One, the show for the youth and the young at heart with me, your host, Brian Marvin Casey Tolley. For now, I'm saying good night. Stay safe. COVID-19 is real. Let's take care of ourselves and of each other.